mercy and grace watching Stargate. They made a podcast that's on iTunes that you should rate. Nix is a super fan, Grace is pretty new. Kaylee the Thorgy will help them make it through. Bartender Nick is here to make them drinks. As they reference random pop culture things. Crying out loud, they'll put a smile on your face. There's no place like Tara with Nix and Grace. Welcome to episode 346 of There's No Place Like Terra, a Stargate First Watch Rewatch podcast. Uh, You told me that like three seconds ago and I still wasn't sure if I had forgotten the number. It's like low brain time. Yeah. It's like low level brain time. Honestly, it doesn't matter if I was high level brain time. You give me a number of numbers in a sequential order and I'm like... And your brain's like, it's no brain time. 50-50 shot that I'm going to get those right. Yeah. That's That's the thing that I do with names when it's like, hello, person. Yeah. Hello, person whose name I just forgot. Oh, I, you could, again, you could be like, hi, this is Grace. And I'm like, hi, uh, person. person. <laughs> you know, so they, they do these tricks where they say like, oh, say something back to yourself to mm-hmm. help you remember the person's name. That's adorable. I always pick the wrong thing. Yeah. Like I would be like, hey, this is Nixie. I'd be like, pink hair. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'd be like, oh, fuck. I don't remember what her name is. I yeah, just remember, just remember she has pink hair. hair. <laughs> Shit. That, I did that yep. wrong. Yep. <laughs> Everybody just left us. Yep. By the way, in case you heard all the smacking. Someone came and shut the door at us because we're loud. And then the dog that was in here went, but I don't want to be with them. You. Let me out. <laughs> How was your week been? <laughs> um, this week was... Was... Oh wait, we're watching today. We're watching <laughs> the Universe. In case you're wondering how my week was, season two, episode eight, Malice, aka Malice. I don't have one. We'll get one. Yes, we'll, okay. we'll get one. <laughs> it's been a rough week. It's been a long week. I've done a lot of sewing, like like stress relief sewing. Yeah, I'm impressed that you were able to do that. My, I had a lot of like. Early into the office, late out of the office, yeah. eat dinner, go to sleep, do it again. I base. just, I, it was just like coping sewing. Yeah. And then yesterday, uh, instead of the list of shit I was supposed to do, including taking notes for this <laughs> podcast yesterday, I sat on the couch uh, watching the in- second half of season three and all of season four of Rebels to catch nice. up for Ahsoka yes. and doing the rest of the hand stitching on a new pair of pants. And then doing hand stitching on a new blazer I'm making, which included uh, embroidering, yes, uh, the Rebellion Phoenix. Amazing. Mixed with a little bit of a Jedi lightsaber in the middle of the symbol with glitter thread. So to show how we're similar but different. Mm -hmm. So what I did instead of sewing. Yeah. Yesterday, I mowed Mm -hmm. and weed whackered Mm -hmm. and edged our entire lawn Mm -hmm. and then reworked where the garden's going to go, which Mm -hmm. I'll tell you about after the spot. Oh, I'm very interested. nobody needs all of this information. Um, I will put my garden shit in your garden because then it may live. Um, (laughs) But I did all of that yesterday. And then, because that wouldn't be it, because, you know, multiple Uh things. uh Uh-huh. I vacuumed the entire house, including the ceilings <laughs> and the crevices the in the closets <laughs> and the and all of the air ducts. I laugh, but like I know legit <laughs> ceilings in my house that need to be vacuumed. It's one of those things where it's like it's just easier if you have a little detacher guide. Yeah. Just get up in there than yeah. try to like grab a broom and do anything with yeah. it. Um 
And and that was how I relaxed after our difficult difficulty. I mean, <laughs> listen, yesterday was the first time that I sat down, was able to sit down and do stuff like that in yeah. about three weeks. Yeah, that's um, amazing. So I, my brain needed a day to not do things. <laughs> I, I totally know it, where it was like, Brain don't think, body do. Also, I really needed to catch up on Rebels before Ahsoka starts on She's Wednesday. Coming. Guess the only thing I'm going to be talking about next pod in terms of what I did the week before. Mm, I'm just going to take over with something really dumb. It's it's be weird. It's just going to be it's just going to be Ahsoka. I don't know if anyone else here listens to the uh, other podcast shout out now, uh, House of R, yeah, with Mal and Joe, but. Mal's level of excitement where Ahsoka is basically going to be the most amazing thing that's ever hit television and I will accept no other realities. That's where I am as well. I believe it. <laughs> um, I watched for mm-hmm. the first time in its entirety mm-hmm. ever. Yeah. Uh, the Fifth Element. <laughs> I have oh. never watched that movie all the way through. Uh, we went, we walked to get ice cream because we can do that. We're adults. Yeah, yeah. We live by ice cream place. Um, and on the way back, Jesse's like, I could go for a movie. Maybe something a little action packed. Yeah. And we were looking through, trying to find one. And he's like, you want to watch The Fifth Element? And I was like, I got to be real honest. I don't think I've ever seen it all the way through. And he had hit play before you'd finished before that statement. Before I was even done talking. <laughs> And there was a whole part in the beginning where, first of all, I was like, Luke Perry's in this? Yeah. And he's like, not for long. <laughs> yeah, not and for long, but like, yes. <laughs> I don't remember this entire prologue. <laughs> so apparently we were both due for a rewatch. I do love, I, I truly had never seen it. I think I'd only seen it via meme. I, I love the I mean? movie so fucking much. I'm not surprised. <laughs> but it really is just John McClane in space. It is John McClane in space. Um, I loved... The Lilo Dallas multipass, the, big bada boom. The take on um, um, the ballroom shows. Yeah, that Chris Tucker. <laughs> yes, pulls. like I was yeah. like, this is straight out of Paris is burning. Yes, this is nothing but. Yes. Anyway, I thought that was kind of cool, and then otherwise, I just watched a lot of the OC, and more of the OC, <clears throat> and then more, and then I was starting to watch. Original um, character. No. <laughs> what is it? Uh, Into Thin Air? It is about... It's a John Krakauer book that got turned into a movie um, about the climbers on Everest. Oh! Um, it's... It, so, it's a great book. It's, yeah. It's sort of like a docu-book. I don't know what you yeah, call yeah, that. Yeah. Um, but then there was a movie that was a dramatization of the 96 Everest expedition. Um of the expedition itself. And I, it was weird because it felt cheesy, but I knew what's real. So I couldn't get through very much of it. So maybe yeah. next week I'll have to tell you guys about into the air. Okay. But that's where I'm at. And then I got mad because we were watching uh prime under um, husband, Jesse's login. Yeah. Uh, and let me know if this happens to you guys, but I think you guys share a login. We do. But the algorithm Gives him the movies I want to watch, and it gives me oh. the things he wants to watch. I was like, the algorithm is dumb. Yeah, no, we literally just have the same. We have no. a single Amazon account. No, I think I would lose my mind. I think we've tried it. Yeah, and we, we watch things that are so vastly different. Oh, we also watch things that are so vastly <laughs> different. But I think we've just gotten so used to 
like adjusting. I don't think here's the other thing is I don't necessarily go by the algorithm as much. Yeah. I'm not a roamer. I think that's oh, part of what it is. Yeah. I will. I usually if I'm going into an app, I know exactly what I'm going there to Got watch. It. Yeah, no, I'm definitely a browser, a search, a surfer. Yeah. Um, and so I, I'll do this thing now where I log in as Jesse to get some recommendations. Yeah. Say, yes, I will go watch this on my feet now. Yeah, no, we, we have, I don't think there's any apps that we have separate logins for. That's funny. Um, because we, he, I think Nick's more of a roamer. Yeah. Um, but I'm like, if I'm going to an app, I pretty much know what I'm going to watch. <laughs> That's funny. Either that or I'll, I know the mood I'm going in to watch. So I'll just go straight to documentaries. There you go. That makes sense. Yeah. Anyway. Okay, November 16th. Here we are. 2010. Written and directed by Robert C. Cooper. I know this that is name. His final written <gasps> and directed Whoa. of Stargates. Oh, it's a good one. It's it's a it's a good one. Yeah. So all of the planet shots are filmed in New Mexico. Okay. In the Bizti uh Nadazin wilderness area which is mostly owned by the bureau of land management but it's navajo land oh cool um i should say is navajo land i think navajo only have a small section of it today but it's navajo land okay um so bizti means i saw two different translations among the adobe formations but on the actual navajo site it said um large area of shale hills okay and then uh Neda Zin is cranes. Because so, like some of the A, some of the formations there kind of look like cranes, but yeah. also there is in certain areas there's like prehistoric pictographs of cranes that they found. That's cool. Also, the fossils they find here are fucking insane. Yeah, I bet. Because it like this was a coast. And yep. so there's areas where you can just so clearly see the striations. So you not only get these amazing sort of like just dinosaurs and Cretaceous and and like that era. Yeah. But going back even further, um, it's like the you they have like pl leaves, like plant leaves still yeah. perfectly preserved and everything. Um, it was it's a place that I I'm not a person who enjoys visiting oh. deserts. But I'd probably visit here if it's the right time of year. I think there's some of them. You have to remember that not all of them are hot, hot, hot all the time. I think yes. if we took you to the right deserts. Yes. I don't. It's funny because it's I know the deserts are hot and I've been in the head to desert when it's hot. But I've also we used to always travel during winter. Yeah. And so I'm used to being, it's like, it's 30 degrees down here. That's the part that my brain makes a disconnect. Yeah. Because I just hear desert because we, I've even been down to like 29 Palms. Yeah. And it was very enjoyable when it was there because it was October. Yeah. And, but my it brain, cold. Yeah. my brain still just goes desert. That yeah. is not where your people go. Yeah. Yeah. Your people definitely <laughs> from April forward yeah. until about October. No, don't go. Don't mm -hmm. go there. Nope, uh, don't go a, there. I had a friend who went to Vegas and I told him about the thing where it's like, hey, be careful where you stand. Yeah. <laughs> yes. 
because it is summer. <laughs> because also, I've been to, I have been to Vegas in the summer, but I just don't go outside. Yeah. Well, that's the nice thing is you can do that. Exactly. There. <laughs> so oh we pick up immediately where we left the previous episode. Brody, Volker, yep. and Park and Young are on the bridge venting about Rush and how he kept all of this to just wave their metaphorical arms Everything. around the bridge. Secret. Yeah. Yeah, the resentments are going to run real deep oh, for a while. Yes. Uh, and Young is, I wouldn't say Young is defending Rush. Yeah. Because he's definitely not. Um, the brains would be fine if Young just kicked Rush off the ship or something. I like how they assume. They're like, how can you forgive him? It's like, you're assuming a lot. <laughs> I've left him to not die. Exactly. That's as much as you can. Yeah. You should assume. <laughs> um, he clarifies he has definitely not forgiven him, but yeah. also Young goes, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty confident Rush is a fuckhead, but did not intend for Riley to die. And now he just has to live with that shit. Yeah. Yep. So that's that's punishment enough for that that's right gonna now. That's going to be the worst punishment for him. Yeah. And that's when Eli and Rush arrive. And remember, Eli went off to get Rush. That's when he caught him making out with Perry and the body of his girlfriend. Yep. Yep. That was fine. Uh-huh. So it turns out Brody has found the background radiation. And mm. it sounds a bit like static or white noise that you'd fall asleep to. Not yep. quite stairway to heaven. Um, <laughs> but there is that structure laced into it. Then right. Where you're not able to just auditorily pick up. Right. And... But there's patterns here. There's waveforms. Exactly. Everyone else knows here, like, how big this is, like, what this could mean. And Rush is like, did you seriously fucking bring me up to the bridge because you're finding shit that I already told you to be here? I was making out with someone. <laughs> yeah, but is this real or did you fucking implant this? Yeah, because Eli's like, you've done that shit before. Yeah, so no sympathies <laughs> for you. None for you. But... As to why Rush was brought here is actually a very good question. Young says, you know, this is in the spirit of this new cooperation. Mm -hmm. We have three planets in range. One is a wasteland. Two could be good. I'm assuming the planet that go to is the wasteland planet. I can't tell if it's the good planet or the wasteland. Uh, it could be either. Yeah. Um, but just based on the... What they've had to call good before. This is true. This could you know be a good mean? planet. Yeah. And, and like Greer points out later, it could be some good barbecue. The standard, yeah. The standards are low. Breathable air. <laughs> exactly. This is Sweet. true. This is true. It's viable. Yeah. Um, and like Young doesn't actually need Rush to do anything. He was just letting him know, hey, we've dropped out in those three planets. You can go get some rest. Yeah. Okay. Bye. It's almost like they had to pull Rush away from the room for plot reasons. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> I love those. It, it's fine. So as he leaves the bridge again, he reassures to Eli that nothing will happen between him and Perry. Mm -hmm. And after that, we start to get some teams together, send out some keynotes, see what they're working with planet wise. And Eli asks Young, how much longer Homeworld Security, Homeworld Command is going to have Jin? And after seeing the look on Young's face, he's like, I'm just going to go back to work and yeah, pretend I, I never asked say, that question. I love that, that Young answers it all with the look on his face that says, none of your fucking business. <laughs> They're going to take as long as they need to take. Yeah. Got it. Let me just walk this back <laughs> a far away from here. So when Rush gets back down to, I'm just going to call it Jin's room. Yep. And knocks on the door. There's silence. 
Sheesh. And then more silence. And then eventually he opens the door and finds her very dead. Yikes. And there is a lot of shock, as you can imagine. And he manages to get back up off the ground and radio anyone for help. Ha- just help, open yeah. channel. I will give him credit for immediately radioing for help. Look yes. at him learning to ask for help. <laughs> That's it was so hard. Yes. You've got to point out the times when people do the this thing that they've been turning to. I know how hard it is to ask for help, Rush. I'm not an asshole and I don't hide things that will kill people. But I understand how hard it is to ask for I help. have a hunch. I'm, I want to give him credit, sure. but I also have a hunch that he did this mainly because it was Perry. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So James comes running into the Stones room in Freaky Friday's Her Way Back to Earth. Mm-hmm. Um, and when we get back to, um, again, I'm just going to call her Jin. Technically, it's both, but back to Jin's room. TJ's already there. Rush is there, blue screened. Um, yeah. Young brings Eli in, who's just... That's just shitty all around for him. Yeah, I absolutely like Eli. Don't look here. Don't look here. Just yeah. go. Don't don't be here He's today. He's gonna want to see it for himself. Yeah, though. but I feel like you gotta warn him. You can't yeah. let him walk no. into it. Yeah. Scott radios. Yeah, you can clean it up a little bit. Just just something. Just yeah. be like Eli. Wait, you're gonna see something really bad. Yeah. <laughs> Scott radios that all the Lucian Alliance crew are accounted for a lockdown, except. Take one guess. Take one guess at who we could have found. Who could it be now? Guess whose guard isn't responding. Mm-hmm. It's Simeon. Uh, it's like this fuckhead is ruining it for the entire Illusion Alliance crew. And we cut to Simeon sneaking around with a gun. Mm-hmm. Um, he shoots something to shut down the lights. I wrote, I prefer my description. Yeah. I wrote, cut to Simeon being a real asshat. That's, <laughs> yep. The reason it's funny is because I didn't write it this morning and I didn't remember writing it that way. And I was like, yeah, sometimes I'm clever. Sometimes. <laughs> uh, he also sneaks up on Dunning and another person with him and shoots both of them and continues on. Motherfucker. Um, James did, did Freaky Friday. James swapped back because there's the big question as to what happens when people are swapped and one of the two people die. Yeah. I mean, we sort of know what happens from back in the SG1 days with, with Vala. Vala. Yeah. But TJ is trying to keep both men calm until they know everything, anything for certain. Because mm-hmm. you have two people grieving with one body. It's almost like we're not going to look this information. We're not going to Google that. Yeah. We're not going to Google that today. Right now? <laughs> Schrodinger's Perry. Yep. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> Just until you know. Yep. It could be either. And um, the truth is, like, neither answer is good. So there's no point in rushing no. to it. And Young, in the meantime, is coordinating a search. Um, so Simeon has already snuck into the armory. That's where he was heading. Those are the two guards he took out were guarding the armory. And he's just gearing the fuck up. Yep. Including some of his alliance gear. And you can hear... Young called Dunning over the radio that's on his body still. Mm-hmm. And we heard James over the radio announce that Amanda Perry is dead. I feel like, did we have to do that? It also feels weird to me, like, okay, again, speculating. Yeah. We don't know. We don't know. Yeah. I don't know that Amanda Perry is dead. Because why would Simeon kill her? I can see him killing Jin. 
I don't see him being smart enough to know like what's going to happen afterward. But I, I don't no, know. No, he was killing. He he was there to kill Jin. Right. Yeah. But at some point, didn't he know that it was Mandy in the body? He was told that. Yeah. But is he going to? It was just that dumb of a dumb. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. And that's fair. so he was just doing what he was going to do. And that's why James went back is to yeah. check the status right. of Perry. Yep. Um. So either way, both women are dead. It's not good. It's no. not good. Yeah. Because even if technically Jin died in Perry's body and Perry died in Jin's body, either way, both women are dead. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. Um. But beforehand, Jin passed along really important intel. Mm-hmm. And the moment that Rush hears that, his face hardens and he just walks the fuck out of the room. No one can stop him. Yeah. And after a distance in the hallway, he just rage screams, bashing his head against the wall. Just full fuck rage. Yeah. Very yeah. for a man who keeps his emotions fairly contained when that pot kettles when that kettle boils yeah 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 it's the thing where it's like the person that's that holding that much in when they finally explode it's a big kaboom yes yeah big big kaboom um in an equal and opposite reaction eli is just numb yeah in tears and goes up to young and goes give me a gun yeah i I, yeah I'm poor Eli. I know. I, just, uh, I know. Um, Young is like, n- no. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you wait here. <laughs> um, and wordlessly tells TJ to watch him. Um, I'm like, maybe don't have him wait here in this room. Maybe, maybe let's take, take him away him from the somewhere. thing causing I'll, all of the yeah. fucking pain right now. Yes. But either way, TJ is going to watch him mm-hmm. at least for a bit because she'll get called away here real soon. Oh, yeah. So Volker and Park are getting ready to send Kinos out to the planets, um, but they are surprised by smoke grenade God damn and it. Simeon coming in with gunshots and then pointing a gun at them, walks straight over, grabs a hold of Park as a hostage and tells Volker to close and lock the doors. Oh, poor Volker. He looks like he's going to lose it any second. And yes. The whole time. It's Yes. This entire, yeah. Can we really get one of those fucking therapists on board? <laughs> we really need one. We do. Um, Rush finds the down airmen. Um, one of them's dead, at least. Grabs a radio and yeah. one of their guns. Turns out. I just assume they're all dead. Find yeah. Simeon. Yeah. Honestly. Um, he's, turns out Rush is directly outside the gate room. These were the gunshots we heard yeah. moments ago. And he, before he can walk in, he has his, the gun raised. Before he can walk in through the smoke, he can see Simeon holding Park. Yeah. But he can't get a clean shot with the smoke and Park there and the door is closing. God damn it. And Simeon tells Volker to dial. And Rush updates all of this over the radio. Mm-hmm. Here's why I'm assuming this is the shitty planet. Because Volker, I feel like, wouldn't dial right. one of the two nice planets. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. And I also have a hunch that they've seen a bunch of nice planets. They're just not, they just restocking there and there's no adventures there. So we just don't see them. Yeah, <laughs> I'm into it. So, well, Ru- I like to think that Volker would, because my instinct would be like, fine, I'll find a way to get Park back and yeah. then we'll, we'll leave his ass on a planet. Yeah. So, yeah, I would choose the Oh, I would definitely too. choose the shitty yeah. planet. Um. So Rush updates all of this over the radio. 
Volker tries to convince him to let Park go. Mm-hmm. He does, but that's only because he wants Volker to come over and be his hands. Damn it. Greer comes around. Um, he finds Michaels, reports that he's dead. Young is fully geared up, about to like rip open a can yeah. with his bare teeth. He's pissed off and about to rage himself. Yep. Uh, Volker is trying to convince Simeon to take him instead yeah. to leave Park oh. as he's being forced to zip tie Park's hands it's, together. He's so honorable. I know. Um, and as the Stargate kawooshes, Volker is just in tears. There's nothing he can do as Simeon walks Park this through moment, the gate. He's just such a puppy dog in I this know. moment. Like. I, I don't know how else to describe it. There's nothing, because anything else he could have done would have gotten him and or Park killed. Yeah. You know th- this man has absolutely no problem killing either one of them. Right, right. And they know that. Yeah, and they know and that. they're doing what they need to to stay alive. Um, And so he heads through the gate with Park and um, Rush outside the door is just screaming at Brody to get the fucking door yeah. open. Poor Brody's like, I'm fucking trying. <laughs> Trust me, I'm trying. Yeah. Um, he is able to get the gate, the door open, but it's too late. They're gone. Yep. Without hesitation, Russ takes a keynote remote and runs through the gate because it hasn't turned off yet. Yep. And goes after them. And then following that, Scott's team comes in. Yeah. And Volker then has to explain again about Rush. Yeah. And then about. Please, please, somebody listen to me. The gate has shut off at that time, so immediately Volker's redialing it. Yeah. And Rush finds himself in New Mexico. Yay. And he sees Park sitting on the ground, Mm -hmm. the bottom of the ramp, with arms and legs tied together. This is the saddest. Not doing okay emotionally. No, she's usually so pretty great about, like, Holding her shit together. We've said before, she's probably one of the most emotionally stable people on and the ship. And to see her in this, like, such a vulnerable, yeah. terrible, terrible position, and she's just like, fuck, yeah. I am. There's something on her back, she tells him, mm-hmm. and seeing no sign of Simeon anywhere, he focuses on Park. Um, and it's one of those round alliance bombs. God damn it. The smoke detector yeah, bomb. The smoke detector bomb. Mm-hmm. So TJ wasn't able to stick with Eli for long because there is some triage happening in the infirmary. Yeah. Gunshots Ooh. rolling in. It's not great. Um, TJ's working on someone while Barnes is also trying to save someone. And TJ's like, do what you can. I, yeah, this Stabilize. is the part where it's like, hey, man, I've got one pair of hands. Yeah. And you've got another. Yep. You're just going to have to fucking do something. Do what you can until I, but this the constant, is done. Like, help me. Help me. Does not help anybody. No. Um, she's just stabilized Shit. for now. Airways pressure on the wound because I can't get away. My hands are in this person oh, yeah. right now. Things aren't going good. Um, it's just, it's that hard moment where TJ can't leave the person she's working on. And Barnes just has to do what she can. Yeah. Yeah. There's only so many TJ. Yeah. Um, Young now arrives in the gate room and is getting updated and everything from Scott, who get updated and everything from Volker. Mm-hmm. And apparently they need Simeon alive. Damn it. Because Jin said that Simeon knows the details of the planned attack on Earth, the location of the base, who's involved, and it might be the only way to stop them. And I'm kind of with everyone who says, as if he's going to tell us Jack yeah. shit. Why why do we even think that this is an option? This part is the part that bugs me the most. 
Yeah. I think it's just because of the hope. Uh, it's sure. one of those where it's like, I mean, let Greer at him and he might say something, but yeah, you have no clue if it's true. I, maybe a little bit it's like, Young says that, but the dudes are like, well, if I catch him alive, then I can torture him like our dogs with lizards. I think it's also a little bit in the same way that Scott says later, like Young was ordered to do this. Yeah. So therefore Scott's being ordered to do this. And like Greer says later, I don't really give a shit what you do to him when we're done. Yeah. But we've been ordered to bring him back alive to get his information that could help her. Damn it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Destiny is dialing New Mexico now as Rush looks yeah. at the device on Park. And yeah, Park figured it was a bomb. She kind of assumed that. Mm-hmm. Um, Jin did explain how these bombs work. So they have that. And we see Simeon watching all of this with a sniper scope. Motherfucker. And as the gate kawooshes, Rush is like, do not come through this Stargate right now. I am disarming an explosive. Bomb. Literally bomb. bomb. <laughs> Literally bomb. Um, Mind you, he doesn't mention to them where the explosive is. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know that that would help. I think that would only make Greer get there that much faster. I feel like it might cause him to pause a little bit more. I don't know. If he's just like, there's an explosive, you know, there's an explosive here. I Young might be, well, I'm going to send someone through to help you. But if it's like, hey, the explosive is on park, they're like, okay. But... I mean, I believe that Young would. Yeah. But I think if you said there's an explosive on Park. Yeah. The Young dudes are not stopping. I don't know. I feel like they would. I don't. I really don't believe they would. Because they wouldn't risk Park. I don't think they would be thinking that clearly. So anyways. Yeah. Either way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. um, Young listens. Mm -hmm. And Simeon starts to just get some distance between him and the gate. So the Kino is sent through, so they now see the park situation, Mm -hmm. and it also means Rush can get some kind of help. Yeah, thank goodness. Is this, again, the rare situation where Rush kind of accepts help, sort of? Volker knows that Rush can't disarm it, but he can remove the proximity sensor. Mm -hmm. The issue is, the parts that Rush needs to get to are all too small for him to get to, and Mm -hmm. he doesn't have any tools with him. Yep. He's like, I'm sorry, I can't do this. And Park just puts on the bravest face that she can and tells him, it's okay. Just leave and get as far away as possible. Fuck. Yeah. Or she would have been like, fine, cut my legs free. Yeah. And I'll go run. run. Yeah. Um, And just then Rush realizes he does have a tool. Thanks to Young. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> really? <laughs> uh, his glasses. Yeah. They were repaired with thin wire. Mm-hmm. He breaks it off and gets to work. And after some very tense bomb diffusing moments, they oh, do yeah. it well. Mm-hmm. Eventually, they're able to, he's able to get what he needs to, pulls the device off her back, throws as far as he can, and it explodes. He grabs Park and throws her down as the bomb explodes behind them. One of the two of the big explosions of the episode. I was going to say, is this the first time we get the slow-mo uh, time elapsed uh, I bomb. feel like or is it just the second one no it's a slow-mo one here too I yeah, think yeah yeah I was a big fan of that um Rush is like are you okay and she goes yeah and I'm calling bullshit on that but sure I'm physically fine. physically I'm sure I think saying I'm alive would yeah. have been a perfectly good answer yes I'm here yeah 
Uh, once that situation is done, Young uh, sends Scott through. Let's roll. Mm-hmm. And by the time at the time it takes Scott to get there, Rush has already walked into the hills. Kino following him. He is not listening to Scott when he yeah, calls his name. I can't hear you. My fingers are in your ears. Fuck yeah. off. Uh huh. I I I don't care. It's really what it is. Yep. I've got a man to kill. Yeah. Uh, Greer stops to check on Park because reasons. Yep. <laughs> reasons. Uh, and Rush continues on, sending the Kino up to help look, just boldly walking out in mm-hmm. the open. Scott's being a little more cautious. Simeon's watching them, and he sends a few shots their way, which causes them both to dive to cover, but he Damn also it. does shoot the Kino out of the sky. No. That's emotionally hard for me because mm-hmm. I look at the Kinos like I look like Fred, <laughs> yeah. my little D&D buddy. But you know what? That just means you get to build it better and stronger. Who has been snipered out of the sky more than once. (laughs) (laughs) Better him than you. This is true. Our DM did say he was going to kill him as many times as he could during this campaign. That's part of the fun, apparently. (laughs) One time he lasted for less than a day. Yay. I do remember that. (laughs) He he had really cool new features that lasted less than a day. Yeah, cool. That was fun. So Young goes to talk to Vero, who is like, I don't know what's happening because I haven't been told jack shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, all I know is I am locked up. I'm assuming the rest of my people are locked up. Young explains and Barrow immediately wants to go help to go after Simeon. Yeah. And he also really wants to impress that he had no idea about any of this. I, I feel like it should be clear to our team by now. Yeah. Who the bad guy is entirely. Yes. However... You did kind of because you knew the type of threat that Simeon was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I feel like it's not like Simeon hid it. Simeon didn't hit it, didn't hide it. But there's a difference of when the the leader of this group goes to the leader of like goes to Young and goes, "I'm going to tell you real honestly." The biggest threat among my people is Simeon, and yeah. I'm having problems even keeping him in line. Yeah. Yeah. And while if you're letting the rest of us have these privileges, I don't think you should let him have the same. That's fair. Because yeah. he knows the type of threat that he is. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. That's fair. And also, this is one of the situations where, you know, the actions of one would reflect upon the actions of all. Yep. In some respect, at least. Uh, do you think that the Varro just didn't think that Simeon would go this far? I think Varro was trying to convince himself that yeah. Simeon wouldn't go this far. Yeah. But after we had a couple episodes ago where he had that conversation where he's like, we're telling them all the truth. And Simeon's like, you're fucking telling him the truth because I'm yeah. telling him bullshit. And he's like, we talked about this. We're supposed to be helping them. That's the part where he should have. Something should have come together. Yeah. Be like, hey, he's telling you lies. I'm trying yeah. to convince him, but he's not even listening to me. Yeah. Um, also, Varro knew that Simeon and Jin were from the same clan, mm-hmm. um, which he didn't. He wasn't sharing until Young mentioned Jin sharing this information on Earth. Um, I do believe that Varro has knows nothing about the attack on Earth. The yeah. alliance is all factioned up. Yeah. We've been watching a lot of Rebels. They're, Same they're deal. They're not really good about communicating all the plans all the time. On purpose. Yeah. You know, that's built into it. Yeah. 
And he warns them not to underestimate Simeon. And if Varro is guilty of anything, he's guilty of not telling Young about him sooner, which, yes. That part's true. A thousand percent you are. Mm-hmm. Um, Young doesn't let him help with the search. Um, he also isn't going to let Simeon just go. Because that's what Varro's like, just let him go. Yeah, let him die and on He's like, mm, that's not going to happen. Yeah. He's killed three and injured four. Yeah. Um, but Varro warns him, look, if you keep going after him like this, you trying to bring him alive, you're going to lose more people. Which is true. And Young just leaves. Mm-hmm. I don't think they lose. He doesn't uh, kill anyone on the planet. Um, One's unconscious. Okay. One got a broken a, arm. He's an unknown. And he shoots. Yeah, he's an unknown. And then he shoots Greer. Yeah. So Scott's still traveling with Rush. They turn a corner and there's a bomb. <laughs> they have just enough time to oh, die yeah. for cover before it explodes. Greer and his team see the explosion and almost start running before Scott's like, hey, hey, wait. Yeah, there's more happening. Rush is almost immediately up and moving again. And Scott has to like force Rush to calm the fuck down mm-hmm. and wait a minute. And he starts sharing as to why they need Simeon alive. And he's like, that's bullshit. He's not going to tell you care. anything. Which is absolutely true. Yeah. This is absolutely a stupid idea. Shoot to kill. Mm-hmm. Sorry. We and just have to eliminate the threat. Scott grabs his arm. Um, and Scott's like, this is not my problem. I have orders. And Rush gives no fucks about those orders. Yeah. None. Damn it. And he's like... Yeah, well, cool. Clearly you're angry, but you're going to get yourself killed and you have no idea where he is. Can you just wait a second? Yeah. <laughs> Fine. Disagree with everything I say, but can you stop trying to kill us? Yes. Or oh, yourself. existing? And so he radios back to James, the organized search parties, and two people are going to stay back at the gate. And he threatens to send Rush back through the gate if he's not going to sit here and, like, fall in line and start to help. Yep. Which... Good fucking luck, Scott, because you're going to have to knock his ass out to yeah, get him back seriously. through the gate. Um, and that's when Greer has shown up at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, Greer probably has a better better chance of knocking him out and getting him back to the ship. Yes, sir. He clarifies, Scott and Greer have orders, but as far as, as, lo- far as they care, once Young is done with them, Rush can do whatever the fuck he wants, yeah. son of a bitch. Have fun. Don't care. Yeah. Um, and if Rush... We're not saying you can't have the party you want. We're just saying you have to postpone it a little yeah, bit. Yeah, and I like that Gray's like, well, if you don't kill him, I will. Yeah. <laughs> but there are lives at stake on Earth, and they're kind of under that side of if there is even a thousand and one chance that they can get some intel and save some people on Earth. Yeah. We're going to do it. Yep. And all Rush does is nod and keep going. <laughs> No cares. The one person he cared about on Earth is no longer on Earth. Yeah. They have nine hours until Destiny jumps, so they have four and a half hours until they have to start heading back. Mm -hmm. And they head out. Uh, On the bridge, Brody checks in with Volker. He's like, are you you okay? You okay, bro? No. No, it's not okay. Like, what do you say to that? Um, I think that's an are you okay in the thing of like, I'm here. I am aware of uh, you and your problem. If you need to chat anything, I exist in the same space that you exist That's in. That's fair. 
That's fair. Uh, Volker just can't understand why Simeon let him live. Mm-hmm. And Brody figures that Simeon is a soldier and you were unarmed. And, he, and he's like, really? You thought he was fucking being honorable? He's like, no. I more think he knew how much it would torture you. <laughs> yeah. Shit. Tropical Storm Eli then rolls in. <laughs> sits down in the captain's Hello, chair. Hello, I'm Eli. I'm compartmentalizing. Gotta work not, now. But not very well. Yeah, I'm doing work time. He is, he's kind of failing at compartmentalizing. Yeah, yeah. As someone who does compartmentalize, yeah. not doing the best job of it. Yeah. They said to do this thing. I do the thing angrily. He wants, Young wants him to figure out how to stall the clock. And that's what he's going to do. And he's going to figure that out. And he has this hard edge in his voice that we don't normally hear. Mm-hmm. Um, Park also comes in then is like, what can I do to help? Because I'm more successful at compartmentalizing. Because I'm fine. <laughs> I'm fine. All I hear is the Ross from Friends. Yeah, I'm, I'm fine. fine. I'm fine. Yeah, it's like nobody's fine here. You're all not fine. <laughs> um, Volker hasn't seen her since the gate room and checks in. She's okay and apologizes. And she's like, what else could you have done? Again, I'm fine. <laughs> I, I don't hold any resentments towards you, valid or not. No, I clearly want to just get work done right now and not talk about these things. Mm-hmm. We're just going to pretend none of that happened. Um, so she sits down and we're at Eli's just annoying. Yeah. Trying to, you know, stall the fucking clock. That's mm-hmm. but they get to work. The three of them. TJ is able to finally catch her breath after yeah. triage. Young comes in to check in um, Dunning, Graham and Lougheed. I forget the person's name. Well, hopefully yeah. make it infections notwithstanding. But Henderson did not make it. Uh, we know Michaels didn't make it. I I would have loved for like this storyline. This would have been more soapy than Stargate would ever do. Yeah. But for the storyline for TJ to be that she's just absolutely losing her shit entirely. Uh-huh. Like she's gone not well. Yeah. And she's like, the other two have went to go live with our baby. <laughs> they are on alien planet living with the baby. They just went to go take care of baby. And then Young would have to be like, do I need to 5150 my medical officer? That's weirdly not where I thought you were going. That's exactly where my brain. I want her to really commit to this bit. My, I didn't know if because it was Young there, if you're going to go more smutty. <laughs> no, I just want her to be unwell. Unwell. Because she's, she's taking this far too well. This is, she should be wildly more unhinged than she is. This is this is very little to do with this topic, but I think it's very important to share with you, um, you know, to share with the audience, because I know you've heard it before. Um, you know, we work with stock photography sites. Yeah. And the, the I would say there's some bad stock photography there's and there's some bad, that. like, images put together. I bet there's a Reddit thread for bad stuff. I'm sure there's a Reddit thread for bad stock photography. The worst stock photography I've ever seen in my entire life. It is from the the camera 
is like the point of view at maybe a guy's chest and it's looking down his leg and you see a a toe tag on his toe. This is like from a morgue. So there's a toe tag. Yeah, yeah. I think I know. I know which one it is. There is a toe tag on the, 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 the toe and then right not in the room still in the room still yeah is what you in context us understand to be the man's wife heavily making out with a doctor oh i feel like i've seen this one i'm pretty sure i've showed it to you because i found it one day yeah i think my favorite is a series of uh, dogs and fireworks. Yes, that's a classic. Because it's like dogs throwing parties with fireworks. They're so badly photoshopped. And it's like, hey, hey, Stocksite, I'm probably not searching for that <laughs> when I search dogs and fireworks. I believe I had that one bookmarked for uh-huh. the longest time because it just brought me joy inside. It's the best times. Yeah. So our trio of misfits are continuing to looking for Simeon. Mm-hmm. And Scott is asks Rush about the message and the mission of the ship. Mm-hmm. And he clarifies it's not a signal. It's like a repeating pattern inside the static noise, the data. And he has no clue what it means. It's important, but I don't know what it means yet. Repeating patterns to me always denote something bad, like an SOS or a don't come here warning. Not We're necessarily. All dying. Not necessarily. When you read Contact okay. by Carl Sagan, okay. you will learn that the amount of information that is being sent was being on repeat just to make sure you could get the entire document that they okay. were sending. All right. I'm into it. Yeah. I'll buy it. Yep. Uh, but yeah, this was um, Scott going, you know, so it's it's important, right? And Rush is like almost laughing. Yeah, it's fucking important. This shit defies the laws of physics. It's a message from God, the almighty creator of the universe, as you would like to believe. Yeah. And I don't know. With an eye roll. <laughs> with the heaviest of eye rolls. Um, just, you know, like, let me put this in a language you understand so you understand its importance. Um, and they rush moves ahead a little bit further so greer and scott are talking sort of behind him a bit and greer's like i don't give a shit if young forgives him never gonna forgive him yeah i don't think you have to worry about anyone forgiving him greer i don't think forgiveness is what's no. on the table scott's right like now. i don't again don't think young's forgiven him uh-huh. but maybe he's right that focusing on the ship's mission is the best chance yes, of getting home exactly yeah and greer's like look that's way above my pay grade all i'm saying is rush better watch his back yeah i, I do like how resentful and angry greer is listen <laughs> We both know that we love a man who can keep that petty streak. I love a good pettiness. Sometimes it's just fun. Yep. As long as it's not hurtful. So Young is just making a tour of everything on the ship. Mm -hmm. Um, And Brody, you know, he's now on the bridge. He gets to the bridge part of his tour. Brody's like, look, there's no way to stall the clock. Um, But when we jump... We have to stay in FTL for four hours, but we can drop out after that. And when we drop out, we'll still be in range of this planet. Yeah. And you can see just Eli grumping around. Uh, justifiably, but still just grumping around. That's a great way to describe that. I'm going to start using that to describe the people that live in my house. Yeah, just grumping and around. And I don't mean my four-legged friends. <laughs> Sometimes, though. 
Sometimes, but most of the times, it's definitely a certain non-four-legged friend. True. I have, it's however, just... seen Stormy grump around. Oh, there, there's definitely some grumpos in this house. <laughs> Kaylee can grump around. <laughs> grump around. Grump up, grump, grump, grump up, up and, and get, get down. That, my head was singing the same thing, and I wasn't going to go there, but then you did, and that was like, thank you. Oh, my God. So the guys are at a high point trying to spot anything on the horizon. Mm. Um, and even here on this planet... Like, Rush knows the ship. Like, he's not sitting there doing the math, but he's like, oh, I already know if the ship has to jump, we'll still be in range in four hours. Like, we'll be fine. We have yeah. more than nine hours. Um, And he also, they can also see from this point, weird dinosaur animals. Yay. And it, it again, does not surprise me that Gur's first thought is like, can I eat that? I hungry. I have not had meat in ages. Can we barbecue it? This is definitely a man who misses eating red meat. Can I find a way to barbecue on the ship? I feel like you could. I feel like a smoker would be better odds. It's less open flame. That's fair. Yeah. <clears throat> Chloe's just in a room doing weird complex math as the ship jumps to FTL. Super normal for her to do that all the time. So they continue on eventually um, as they're working and everything's running through Rush's head, finally catches up with him and he just stops and breaks down. And Scott and Gura are like, oh, fuck. I don't want to deal with that shit. Yeah, he's having (laughs) a lot of feelings very suddenly. He just... It, you know what it is? It's their fault. It got yeah. too quiet. It did. It got too you gotta quiet. Keep talking. You didn't just be like, I, Henry the Eighth, I am Ava. <laughs> Something. 99 bottles of beer, anything. Yep. Whatever you can do. This is the song that never ends. Give, just, you guys were quiet? Yeah. You let him alone with his thoughts. Yep. That's yeah. not a man that should be left alone with his nope. thoughts very often. No, even on a good day. No. So unable to stand up anymore, Rush just like has to sit down as the grief hits him like a fucking freight train. Yeah. Um, Scott's like, oh, well, do you want some water? <laughs> Surprise. He's not just on the ground like Tina Belcher style <laughs> going, because uh, that's going to be my move if I ever have to deal with grief. And okay, immediately bye. Scott's like, well, don't blame yourself. You didn't mean for this to happen. <laughs> Bro. We're like, no, it's clearly Simeon's fault. No, yeah. Rush blames himself. He does. He's the one who brought Perry on board. <laughs> uh. Scott, I do. I just, like, I just wrap my head around how feeble that you want some water. <laughs> you can pretend this is alcohol. Um, And, and, you know, this conversation, by the way, is all over the fucking chart because mm-hmm. the next thing Scott says is like, Listen, I get why you didn't tell us about the bridge. <laughs> it's because you don't trust Young. God damn it. <laughs> and we're going to have to learn to trust each other on this journey. Mm-hmm. And we're like, what happened to following orders? And yeah. Scott's like, well, some things are more complicated Fuck than that. orders right now. We have to figure out what's going on. What's, what's right? And uh, Scott goes, revenge isn't going to bring her back. And he's like, yeah, duh. Yeah. I know. Yeah. And he's like, well, it's not going to make it any easier to live with. Like, you know, we don't even know if we'll find him. And the good news is, is that if we don't find him, he's just going to die a miserable death on this planet. Mm. 
one can only hope. Yeah, well, he has a Kino remote, so he can get off the planet. Mm-hmm. Um, and Rush has himself a little more together at this point. And this whole time, Greer has just been ignoring that and just like, you know, his toe in the dirt and just investigating. Yeah, he's bored. He found a track, though, to follow. Yeah. The track is from Simeon, who is up behind a rock and takes a shot at them, so they all have to die hey, for cover. Hey, I got bored of you guys not looking for me. <laughs> so I thought I'd shoot you. You guys weren't running after me anymore. <laughs> Sometimes Simeon can hit a flying Kino, and other times, nothing. No, um, yeah. But he has him pinned down. He radios James, who can hear the shot, so she's close by, and somehow knows that she's five minutes away. Yeah, she's, well, you know, she knows things. Time to get this bitch. Let's go. On the bridge. Eli Uh, is sitting in the captain's chair and Chloe radios. Speaking of just a whole bunch of people feeling a lot of feelings (laughs) and then other people not knowing, hey, not the time. (laughs) Chloe just wanted to call and just say she's sorry. Hey, (laughs) I just wanted to take this moment and make it about me. I know your girlfriend's so, dead. I me am sorry about I me me. And instead, he he's Eli's like not the fuck now. Yeah. Um. And instead, he just yells at the others because they're in the navigation interface, and he specifically told them to fucking stay out of the navigation interface. Yeah. And he pushes Volker out of his chair almost. Um, because this is complicated enough with you messing everything up I'm trying to do. Uh-huh. He's full rush, basically. Yeah, yeah, full yeah, yeah, rush. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this is, it's darky lighted. It's darky light time. <laughs> darky lights. Yeah, he put rush. on his little fake mustache. <laughs> so he gets back to his seat and Chloe's still trying to talk to him. He's like, fuck off. I'll come talk to you later. Yeah. The later means never. <laughs> Jeez. And Brody message, it's, you know, it's maybe time we drop out. And he's like, okay, well then drop out. Why are you? Eli has no fuse at the moment. I mean, can you blame him? Yeah. He was already pissed about things happening to his girlfriend and then she died. I know. So they drop out of FTL. They have eight more hours on the clock. So that's radio down to young. um, But Brody clarifies that this is their last window. Yeah. It's done. And Park, in the most tactful way of anyone so far, tries to say something to Eli. And he's like, just leave me alone. I want to be left alone in this room with other people. I want to be left emotionally alone. Yeah. I never want to touch my feelings. Shove them in a closet. Mm-hmm. Um, except like the closet door is like one of those farmhouse doors where like only the bottom is closed and the top still open. <laughs> and his, his emotions are just like Emotion! the horse. It's just yeah. like a horse head coming out yeah, over it. Looking for some feed around the other side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely how Eli's compartmentalization works. Yes. He's, the, the, the compartments that he's putting things into are actually just sieves. Yeah, they're just, it's yeah. a screen door. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good job, Eli. You know what Eli's doing? Eli's performing compartmentalization. Yeah, he's never, he's like, I'm compartmentalizing. <laughs> he's like, I don't know how to do this. Am yeah. I doing this right? Yeah. No, you're not. So James and her team arrive Which, near. you know what, Eli? Don't. Don't. Be, look, Eli's clearly one of my people. Yeah. Let's just feel the feelings. Right? Exactly. <laughs> hey, guys, I'm pissy. Sorry <laughs> that you have to deal with it. 
but it's who I am right now. Pissy. Sorry, not sorry. I'm pissy. <laughs> I, I apologize for the things that I'm about to say, but I don't know how to not do them. Okay. <laughs> just just do that. Yeah. You'll move through he it faster. You really should. Because what I've learned about yeah. someone like me is if I try to compartmentalize, it just turns into seething resentment <laughs> and it just festers and festers because it grows we don't have the space we create mold and fungi in our little <laughs> compartments people like yeah, Eli. yeah we're too moist yeah too moist we're too <laughs> emotionally moist and that is my aka <laughs> too emotionally moist <laughs> It's going to be great for all those people who have a problem with the word voice. I'm so sorry. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> so James and her team arrive near where the guys are. And that's about when Rush realizes something. Mm-hmm. He stands up and he yells for James to keep the fuck away. <laughs> and Scott picks up what Rush picked up. And yep. He's like, oh, Akbar style. It's a trap. It's a fucking yeah. Get go 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 go. He yells over the radio, and that's when James also sees the bag, which is clearly about to blow up. Hey. And James and her people have to jump and dive out of the way in slow mo action Panic and hears nothing on the other side of the radio for a bit. Woo! They don't leave us hanging. Thankfully, she yeah. is alive. Yep. Uh, a little bloody. Ears probably ringing. Some bruise. I feel like the only reason she doesn't answer sooner is because she's like, "Am I alive?" Yeah. Okay, I think it's I am. Like she's doing one of those like body check, body yep. check, body check. Yep. <laughs> um, so she's fine. One person with her is unconscious, and one person has a broken arm. Also, Lieutenant James can take a fucking hit. Uh, yeah, she's got a constitution score of 22. like twenty. Yeah, twenty. She, yeah, she got some Holy feet to cow. kick that shit she's, up to twenty two. She's, she's a bad bitch. I love her. Yeah. So they get some help from those left of the gate and they're going to get the injured back to the ship. And mm-hmm. even here, Rush doesn't completely tell Scott the truth until pressed because mm-hmm. lessons are hard to learn for him. So- but he's also like, in Rush's credit, like he's just figuring this out. Like maybe 10 minutes ago, but that's just happened to him. Again. Yeah. He's still learning yeah he he's still comp- he's still keeping the information secret yeah which is what he just got in trouble for mm-hmm. but he may have found <laughs> a way for one remote to locate the location of another yeah. remote and so which case he can find Simeon's remote yeah there's a lot of tension on this planet right now yeah the air is thick with emotions I, like i would give him the benefit of the doubt that he wanted to make sure he was doing it right well, the thing is, is that when he's like, what are you doing? Be like, give me a second. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's fair. Instead of lying. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just straight. It's so hard when it's your habit. When it's your go-to. It's like, God, I'm not even trying. It just happens now. Um, so Ru- Rush just now realizes Simeon isn't on the ridge anymore. Mm-hmm. But he thinks he can figure out. Yes, I think I can track him. Yep. So Scott makes the call. They have an hour before they have to turn back to the gate. James yeah. is going to focus on getting her people safe, and the three of them are going to continue on. The next scene. Eli. Oh, Eli. He Young finds Eli getting geared up in the armory. And Young is just super casual, leaning on the door, and is like, what you doing? I really appreciate the dignity in which Young talks to Eli in yes. this scene. 
because it would be so easy to be patronizing. And Young, well, Young, I think, goes into this going, knows exactly where this conversation is going. Yeah. Um, Eli's going to the planet. He doesn't care what Young says. He can't figure out how to stall the clock, and he needs something to do, and he doesn't know what he's going to do on the planet, but it's going to be something. Mm-hmm. And Young's like, cool. Well, this guy has injured two highly trained Marines, and you're just going to head out there. Yeah. And Eli's like, look, this whole ancient program algorithm, it's so fucking complicated. Rush couldn't figure it out. And he's had months. Yeah. And I was supposed to just do it in like a day. Like, what's the fuck up with that? Yeah. And very calmly, Young's like, I need you on the bridge. If anyone can do this, it's you, Eli. And if if you're not even willing to try, then we've got zero fucking chance. And he's like, well, but what? Even if I could stop the clock. What are the consequences of stopping this down the line? Because we, if we don't stick on this path, if we fuck it up, we could run out of power before the next star. Mm-hmm. Are you ordering me to possibly run the ship out of power? Yeah. Eli's just barely holding on. Yeah, he's throwing anything yeah. he can at this conversation. But it's like, Eli, we died right now or in a week? Let's give us a week. And, and I... Because I know this train of thought. Uh-huh. I know this. I'm going to throw out the most bizarre hypotheticals just to try to prove my point. The negotiation gets real. Because like, I've on. done this before. <laughs> I know that card. Yeah. I own that card. <laughs> um, Young is focused on trying to save the lives on Earth. And Eli has the same questions as Rush. Is like, so you're going to catch him alive. You really think he's going to fucking talk to you? Mm-hmm. Um, and Eli just goes, are you going to let me have a weapon or not? Or not, dude. He goes, yeah, you're angry. I get that. But you know what? You also, like, this is not in you. Yeah. You're not this person, Eli. And that's not something to be ashamed of. And Eli clearly doesn't want to hear any of this shit. Um, and Young continues, he goes, that killing someone, no matter how much you think they deserve it, changes you mm-hmm. as a person. Also, Eli, don't just sit here and act like you're the only person on this ship that's lost someone they care about. Yeah. Yeah. Sadly, you are not special in that account. Yeah. Everybody here has a lot of the sad. Which finally... Eli's like, fuck you for telling the truth. Yeah. I don't want to hear it. That's not what I wanted to hear right now. Just because it's what I needed to hear doesn't mean it's what yeah. I wanted to hear. I just want you to say nice things at me. And <laughs> Young's like, good. Now I need you back on the bridge. And he just walks out to let Eli process all that. Eli wanted the thing that I used to have... Um, uh, arguments with husband Jesse about early in. It's like, I just want you to take my side for me to be right. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I'm sorry, but that's not who you marry. <laughs> and if you're wrong, I'm going to gently remind yeah. you that you're not right. Yeah. I was like, well, damn it. That's not what I wanted. <laughs> can we have like five minutes of telling me I'm right first? Yeah, can I just be petty and pretend I'm right, <laughs> even though I know I'm not? Just for a few minutes, just to like, Please, that monster in my head. Damn you and your integrity. I just want to be right for a hot minute. So on the planet, they spot Simeon. Um, He also knows he's spotted. 
And Greer quickly gets a shot on him. And I love that Rush is like, shoot him. <laughs> and Greer lines up a careful shot and shoots him in the thigh, which Rush is basically offended He's at. He's like, come on. I said, yeah. shoot him. To death. To death. <laughs> Kill him to death, please. So Simeon is able to crawl up and like just sort of falls over the rock outcropping yeah. out of view. And Rush is so mad at Greer. He's so pissed at Greer for not killing him. Mm-hmm. And Scott's like, nah, he did the right thing. Oh, can we stop doing the right thing and just doing what feels good? He's like, really? Did he? Because what's the point of tracking him if we can't catch him? <laughs> he I love that they're like, hey, do you know how it's a lot easier to track a wounded man yeah. who's bleeding and now slower? <laughs> Again, focus on helping Earth. Yeah. Rush doesn't give a shit about Earth. Yeah. Um, He's actually getting more offended each time they try to tell him that this man will tell them anything. Yeah. They're running out of time. I, I think they're here. He's just over. They should all have known this. He's not going to talk. He's no. never going to talk. And while they're yelling at each other, Simeon is able to get up a good position and fires a shingle shot through Greer's soldier. Or Greer's shoulder. Yeah. And throws him to the ground. <laughs> this is for the one part of like random comic relief in the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> which i kind of love <laughs> so scott immediately tries to get pressure on it it's like it doesn't look so bad it's not even that bad you're fine you're fine rush is gone like rush is fucked yeah. off already mm-hmm. um focusing on what's in front of him scott's like look i need to get you back to the ship it's bad <laughs> grace like just go after him you're i'm fine go after him he's like yeah no no you're not I fine lied. you're not fine you're bleeding a lot he goes i you said it didn't look that bad i lied i was lying i was so lying i was super i was trying to be strong for you and i'm not it's so bad it's, it's so, so bad. bad there's so much blood i feel like the reason this makes me laugh is because i could see that going between us two yeah be like you're fine you're fine fuck fuck <laughs> We gotta get you help. <laughs> Just <laughs> leave me. So fine, so fine. I can't. I can't lie to you like this. Because <laughs> it's like it takes less than five seconds yes. to be like, "Fuck no, no, no." I'm lying to you. I'm yeah. really badly it, lying to you. So like, I can see bone. It's one of those where it's someone's like, I'm fine. And like, I'm reading the look in your face going, the look on your face does not say, yeah. I, I hear the words and I see your face and those are two different yeah. things. Well, there's some cognitive dissonance <laughs> happening here. So Scott leans into the pressure mm-hmm. on the wound and yells at Rush over the radio. He has to get Greer back to the gate and they're almost out of time. And like, you need to turn back and none of this is worth it. And like, Rush is emotionally and physically gone rush is like sorry i just read stephen king's the gunslinger <laughs> and i know who i am now i am now roland the he's making his way <laughs> uh, and also not listening and and scott's again don't throw everything away for this we need you and rush is like i hear nothing i'm a man on a mission mm-hmm. so young goes to visit chloe I'm not sure who prompted this visit. Like, if it was Young just going to see Chloe, or Chloe's like, hey, Young, come see me. I feel like Young's like, you know who I haven't seen in a while is Chloe. <laughs> you know who I almost forgot existed? Let me spread the Chloe. sadness. <laughs> but then he brings her to the bridge mm-hmm. because she said she can help. And Eli's like, really? With some serious side eye. Mm-hmm. Well, all the equations that Rush has been giving her. She didn't understand them, but eventually, after looking at them for hours with nothing else to do, um, something would pop into her head and she'd write it down. Yeah. 
Eli is like interrupting her and dismissing her, but she continues. The point is she's starting to understand this and she thinks she's starting to get control over what it is ahead. Mm. Are you getting control of it or is it getting control of you, Brody or says. are you just so familiar now? Yeah. Super helpful line, Brody. Eli really questions Young. It's like, you want to give her access to the ship systems? Yeah. Really? Is that a thing you want? You want to give alien girl here <laughs> access to the things? And Chloe's a little annoyed being talked about, like talked around while yeah. she's standing right there. Um, she's like, please just let me see if I can help. Mm-hmm. And Young's like, what can it hurt to have her look right? And Volker's like, it can help. It can actually hurt. Literally the most. It can hurt the most. It cannot be anything. good. Yeah. And Brody is like, who knows if she'd be sabotaging the ship? But, like, the last thing we need is people fucking with us right now. Yeah. And Young, Young's <sighs> like, yeah, and that's why I'm not leaving her alone on the bridge. And she's with you. Yeah. Bye, have fun. I'll be back later. You're in charge, science bros. Babysit alien girl. <laughs> okay, bye. So Simeon painfully cauterizes the gunshot in his leg and immediately gets up and keeps moving. Yep. Seems right. But not before radioing Rush, mm. who doesn't answer at all. Simeon knows Rush is listening. Mm-hmm. And he knows Rush gave no shits about Jin. At least not enough to come after him like this. Yeah. So pretty sure this is about the other woman he was connected Mother- to. Yeah, he's doing his best to bait him. And I think partly why he went after Perry, because A, he didn't care about the collateral damage, and we know that Jin was not being guarded. So we didn't only didn't have to make it through two sets of guards. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And was essentially worried about Jin talking in the exact way that she did. Um, Simeon's like, you must have really cared for her. And Simeon understands revenge. um, Because Earth, your people, have killed enough of my people. You know, people that I cared about. Mm -hmm. And Simeon let Rush live on purpose. Let him live with it the way that I live with it. And and wanted the pain to eat Rush alive. It's a fate worse than death. But next time, I'm not going to let you live. If you want your revenge, come and get it. And I will put you out of your misery. And Rush doesn't respond. Just keeps fucking walking. I feel like... Trying to fuck with someone's mind is a good plan, Mm -hmm. right? If you're a simian and and you Mm -hmm. don't know better. Trying to fuck with Rush's mind. The wrong person. This man put himself in an ancient chair (laughs) of his own accord. Yeah. And then overrode what the machine was trying to do and decided to tell himself what it was going to do. This is the... You you picked the wrong brain to try to fuck with. Yeah, it's kind of a little bit like... Uh, I, I feel like um, I've heard husband Jesse say this about my character in D&D. It's like, I think the only reason you, you pass these saves is out of sheer <laughs> fucking stubbornness. Yes. And I was like, yeah. So yeah. I think that's what Rush is too. Yeah. So everyone is working on the bridge. Chloe's just kind of sitting there staring at screens until eventually she just starts working pretty quickly Mm -hmm. at that. And it's enough to startle Eli, who can't figure out what she's doing. But everyone wants her to stop. And it's like she doesn't hear them. And they have to physically pull her away from the console before she snaps, too. Yeah. And it's like, what? What? Huh? (laughs) What? She has no clue what she did. I knew what I was doing the whole time. 
Chloe is me when I fall asleep watching a movie. It's like, I'm awake. I was awake the whole time. I was never sleeping. Apparently, I said something this week to husband Jesse, which made him laugh. Well, I was like, I just thought I was just thinking. <laughs> you were just thinking? I was like, yes, I was just thinking. You know. Quietly with my eyes closed. <laughs> and snoring. What's, what's, the, what's the line? Um... Uh, Things need things to live. Life needs things. Th- life needs things to live. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I thought I was just thinking. It's one of my favorite quotes of CR. Yep. <laughs> um, and she has no clue what she just did, but it's okay and tries to go to work again. <laughs> Brody's response is my favorite. Fucking stop her. Yes. <laughs> so you say you're in control, but yet you don't know what you're doing. Yes. Uh, so reasonable. So you're fu- Eli's like, you should leave now. Have you been in Brody's lab? <laughs> and after she leaves, Brody actually realizes what she did. And we'll find out shortly. Yeah, I just, uh, yeah, I love the way Brody's like, stop her. Stop her. We, don't, we, can, we can't all just sit here shocked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so... Simeon is just moving across an open plane, which seems dumb, but sure. <laughs> and yeah. Rush is watching him from a high point with binoculars. It's too hard to sneak up on him there. Yeah. But what's that over the distance? A herd oh, of space dinosaurs. Some little buddies. And Rush checks his bag. Mm, he has C4. This is a plan after Sam's own heart. Yep. This is definitely the Rube Gold mach- machine is built in. And explosives. Mm-hmm. So Gur and Scott make it back to the gate. James goes to help them the last bit. Um, there's two hours until Destiny jumps again. And there's no way to stall the jump. And they'll be out of range after this. So this is it. Yeah. And Russia's still out there. Most definitely did not turn around. Definitely further than two hours out. And everyone's... Uh, no one is... They're like... Uh, he's, yep. He, it's a, he, that he did that. Uh-huh. That's on him. Yep. Sorry. Not, not that we can do. And as Simeon limps along, there's mm-hmm. a single gunshot near his feet. Yeah. <laughs> and Rush, a distance away, continuing to shoot, not hitting anything. He's going full stormtrooper. Here's the thing. This is not a strong suit. But also, isn't he just, like, trying to single-handedly aim? There is no, like, attempt to aim. No, he's just stormtrooper in it. Yeah. Yeah. So Simeon uh, takes a single shot back, which sends Rush hiding for cover, mm-hmm. and Simeon is walking towards him, mm-hmm. so further out in the open, just I like to think pretty much that, the plan. Yeah, that it was just him trying to bait Simeon. He was. Yeah. I think Rush knew he can't aim worth shit. Yeah, like, he's like, at this point, I'm just having fun. If one of these happens to hit him, fucking great. Sure. Yeah. And eventually takes out the boom switch and booms the C4, he mm-hmm. said. It's a good distance away. It confuses Simeon. Yeah. But eventually the ground starts to rumble. Mm. It's feeling real Lion King vibes. It's real Lion, yeah, real Lion King uh-huh. vibes. Um, coming from the direction of the explosion is a whole herd of space dinosaurs. Yeah. And since he's standing in the open and can't run quickly, they just charge right through and it over him. Sucks to suck. And Rush just waits for the whole herd to pass mm. from a safety point. Yep. And once gone, he just slowly stands up. Saunters his way on over. Simeon is confirms 
lucky yeah. unlucky to still be alive yeah at he this went point over there to confirm the kill thank goodness he did it's clear that there's a lot of broken bones and internal bleeding i it's one of those where even if rush had left now there's no way Simeon is making it back yeah. to the gate oh yeah but i think it's like it's more like rush wants to see the last yes. breath leave his body yeah there's probably yeah. like broken pelvis at this yeah, point yeah yeah um, he is able to roll over, but that's about it. Mm-hmm. And immediately tries to make a deal, saying he has information, and Russ just walks over. I don't give a fuck. Aims his gun, fires a single shot, turns mm-hmm. and walks away. Rush has never felt like the bigger badass ever in his life. Mm-mm. Yeah. Then we have a very long walk back to the gate. Not rushing. Um, mm-hmm. Just... I think he is... You know, he says later that he, you know gave Chloe the math and and figured that she'd be able to turn the ship around. But I think there is the other part of Rush that's just accepting the consequences of his actions. Yeah, I think there's a certain vulnerability that you could place on Rush here too, where he's like, I hope they came back for me. Yeah. I don't know that they would. I think I might be stuck here by my own. I really hope I'm not. There's a certain amount of relief that you almost see set in on him. Yeah, pondering what to do next. He does have a gate remote. Um, mm-hmm. He's also waterless. Yeah. And he's letting grief finally set in. Mm-hmm. So he's not really in a great place mentally or physically. No. Not not even a little. And he's shocked out of shocked when he arrives at the gate and Scott and James and them are still there. They come out of hiding. Yeah. Um, Scott's like, you're late. Mm-hmm. He's like, I-, I know. He goes, nine hours late. He's like, yeah, I can clock. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Greer's going to be I okay. I don't have a time. Greer's going to be okay. Uh, Rush wasn't answering his radio because the battery died a while ago. Mm. Um, and they didn't come after Rush because Eli also figured out how to track remotes. And we saw two signals moving together. So they figured one of you was dead and the other one had both remotes. Yeah. Um, Scott's like, what were you thinking? You had no way to know you had nine extra hours of time. And he's like, look, I figured Eli would figure out how to stall the clock. He's like, did you? Because he didn't. Because he didn't. You would have been wrong. Chloe actually calculated a new FTL course and turned the ship around. Turn the ship around. Got to be the passion. Uh, and I. <laughs> Rush is like, did she? Good for her. Do some math. <laughs> He's like, you gave her those equations for this reason, didn't you? Uh, he says, yeah. I feel like no. I think he gave a lot of equations at her because it was shit he couldn't figure out. I think he's still trying. He was trying to use her for the bigger problem yes. of like, what is this noise yeah. we're hearing? This is just some happy accident that she figured yeah. out how to move the ship. Yeah. So Scott <laughs> tells James, James to dial the gate. They're gonna head back, and to rush. Um, he's like, Eli also said there might be some unforeseeable consequences yeah. as a result of this. And he's like, there always are, aren't there? Mm-hmm. And he goes, I really hope you're right about Simeon not telling us anything about the attack, because I'd hate to think there somehow we could have prevented it. This is the part where I do love Scott showing a little bit of his hard-ass self for once. Yeah. Being like, hey, I'm still mad at you. And Rush says nothing. Mm-hmm. And he goes, do you feel any better? And Rush says nothing. This a million credits. A million percent. This episode just feels like the Gunslinger to me. (laughs) It makes you want to reread the Gunslinger. I think I'm gonna actually. I'm gonna do that. (laughs) And next up, visitation. 
Dun, dun, dun. By aliens. <laughs> That's my prediction. I do enjoy this episode. I figured you would. It's it, it's it's a Western. It is. It's very much a Western. Yeah. I'm, it's appropriate that it was filmed in New Mexico. Yeah. Uh, very, very... That, yeah, this might be one of my top episodes when we get to that point in yeah. the universe. It's a it's a good one. Um, the next one's called The Invitation? Nope, Visitation. Visitation. Close enough. Close. Something about being invited. Yep. Okay, let's do this. We're going to go hopefully watch some Stargate. If not, we're about to go into war in our yeah in our D&D, D&D campaign. campaign so we'll keep y'all posted on that that's fun until it's fine. next time we fought a dragon in the morning and now we're gonna do some other shenanigans because somehow pretty much all of us weren't wiped out spell wise yep. from fighting a dragon because when you haste and fly a paladin we just made her a champagne supernova of of the platinum dragon she uh-huh. doesn't like red dragons and then she'll just basically compel duel. Yeah, I a mean, red she dragon. Said she was going to compel duel, and those, and she did. She legitimately, almost single handedly took out a dragon. <laughs> it was fucking great. It was amazing. Big fans. Big, um, big fans. There's no place like Tara at gmail.com. Yeah. Um, Patreon.com slash there's no place like Tara. Oh, we love you guys, and we'll see you next week. Bye.